All right, we are accepting calls this hour from time travelers only. If you have traveled in time or you are presently a traveler to this time, then we want to hear from you. Otherwise, the phone lines are closed, but for that group, they are certainly open. Uh, with that in mind, uh, top of the morning to you on the wild card line. You are on the air. Hello. Hello. What is going on? It is the Infinite Fringe. I hope everybody is doing well right here on Apple Podcast and anywhere you can find the finest of podcasts. My name is Billy Ray Valentine. What is going on? Ah, greetings and blessings. I'm a little bit under the weather, guys, so I'll stumble upon my words a little more than I normally do. I have some guests with me today that I'm very interested in talking. Right, They've been making the rounds around the alternative media, and I was like, you know what? I think I might want to talk to these guys, and I know I haven't been consistent doing these fringes, but uh, I'm trying to be. At least for November and December, I want to get in a ton of stuff and hit you with a bunch of, uh, you know, high-profile, hard-hitting guests. You know, and you know me, I, I love the occult. I love it, right? Uh, do I practice? No, I, I never have. I'm too afraid. I'm Puerto Rican. So <laughs> you stay away from these things, you know what I mean? But, uh, but I love listening to it, and I love learning about it, right? And uh, my boy, John Brisson, put me on to the occult rejects. And I was like, OK, let me let me see what's going on here. And, and eventually, you know, we, we followed each other on Twitter and I, I reached out and I'm like, hey, you coming on my show or what? What's going on here? You know, are we, are we doing this or not? And they are here, ladies and gents, the occult rejects live on their maiden voyage here on the Infinite Fringe. NY Patriot and Lux, what is going on, guys? How are you? I'm going to the Patriot first. Patriot, what's up? Welcome to the Fringe. How you doing? Thank you very much. I mean, I can't even be more excited to be on the show. Like I was telling you, I've been listening to you on and off for years. So this is a, this is an honor, believe it or not. Like, I'm sorry about that. That's my cat. This, this, oh, this, mine does the same thing. She'll come over here. Right. So so every time I do a podcast, the cat comes on. And I, I love I love the cat, right? It's my favorite cat. I hate cats, but I love this cat. Um, but but he steps all over my sound. <laughs> <laughs> and causing that static. So my apologies. Go ahead, Patriot. Oh, you know, so like what I was saying, uh, you know, I, I was even, I was getting ready to message you and ask you to come on my show. And I thought that was like, you know, wild for me to even have to guess. So it worked out good. And uh, thank you. I appreciate it. My man, thank you. The honor is all mine. Lux, what's good? What's up with you? How you doing? Pretty good. It's uh, an honor to, to be on. Really appreciate you having us on. I was telling New York Patriot, you know, it's funny because I, I, when I look at your show, it's like, you know, you constantly kind of have the same reoccurring guests and people that come on. And so I know it's uh, it's an, an honor to, to come on. I really appreciate it. Well, you know, I mean, you're very observant uh, and it's true. Like uh, I, I tend not to deviate that much anymore. Well, my cat's <laughs> staring at me deviate. now. She's got to hop up on my lap. <laughs> like, what are you doing? What are you doing hanging with this guy who's clearly mistreating his cat? I can hear it. 
anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, but 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 um, but you know um, yeah. Like I've I've grown I've grown a fairly weary of 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 people that in the community. Like uh, when when I started doing this, you know, I I was very open to having anybody on, yeah, and right. and you know, like oh wow, I've been listening to this guy forever, or, or damn, this guy did X, Y, and Z. You know, let me have him on. And you know things started to change, and now I really, I I'm really protective of who I have on, but but I do want to branch out to new people, the the, the people that I'm not gonna have on, I'm not gonna have on, but I, I do want to meet new people that potentially I can continue to have on. So I, I, I you guys were on that list, so thank you for making the time. Really oh, no. appreciate it. Thank What's you for anyway? letting us make the list. <laughs> it's it's an honor. Thank you for coming on. So I'm I'm. Um, you know, I'm a surface level dweller when it comes to some of this stuff. And I want to explain to the audience who may not know who you are. You know, uh, it's it's an ex uh, OTO member and an ex uh, the order, the, the hermetic order of the Golden Dawn. And, and if you're, you know, familiar with like uh, Aleister Crowley or, or something like that, you may find some of these uh, orders familiar. Like, yeah. okay, you know, what is it? Ordo or, or Templi Orientis, right? Or Ordo Templi Orientis. That, oh, yeah. uh, <clears throat> that was a secret society that he took over. So right. people heard of Crowley. I'm sure they've probably heard of that. Yeah. So so you guys um, are ex-members of uh, one of these societies respectively, right? Uh, um, who is who? What, what, I, what are you, Patriot? I'm an ex-member of the uh, Ordo Templi Orientis. Okay. All right. And in the... Lux, you're the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn. Right? That's it, okay. yeah. All right. So uh, I want you guys, uh, Patriot, I'm going to start with you. I, I want you guys to just to just give a breakdown of what each society is and what, what they entail, why they're famous. And we'll take it from there. Go ahead. Uh, well, the OTO, um, you know, in my opinion, it's more of like the Golden Dawn type of stuff, but then now you're throwing Thelemic magic into it, which is specifically... Alistair Crowley. Right. Uh, I will say, you know, first that even joining the OTO was not my uh, first choice. I probably would have preferred the Golden Dawn. Uh, I wasn't a huge <laughs> fan of Crowley, actually. I uh, I did think he was an occult genius, but I also thought he was a degenerate at the same time. So I want to talk to you about I, that. You know, I, I wasn't totally sold on him. Right. But I do think he he definitely knew what he was doing, and he put it out there in his own way. Mm -hmm. You know, I believe that. Um, and if, you know, off the air, I could tell you where the OTO lodge is, you'd probably be surprised how fucking close you are to it. Damn. Let me know, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, well, this just kind of works out, you know, the way it is, I guess, you know, yeah. there's a lodge near me and there isn't one for the golden dawn. So I guess I'm out of luck. So I, I got into that and, uh, uh, what does that entail? Uh, yeah, like I was saying, it's more of now on, uh, you know, Alistair Crowley took over the OTO. It used to be a uh, an offshoot of Freemasonry, actually. Right. Right. If you were a certain degree in the Freemasons, you could maybe transfer over to a specific degree in the OTO. They did have somewhat of an alignment like that. Um, eventually, the three guys, uh, Theodore Roos, and I always forget the other two, they uh, came across Alistair Crowley's book, The Book of the Law, and was like, oh, this guy knows the secrets of secrets. He, they, he knows our secrets. Like, he's putting it out there. How did he know? And they got in contact with him, and he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. This is all stuff that I channeled myself. Like, this is all my message. Right. And then they were like, I guess, you know, uh, dumbfounded over the guy and, uh, you know, I don't know. 
they handed it over to him. You know what I'm saying? So and that's that's how the story supposedly goes. You know, who knows? But uh, oh, Ka- Carol uh, Kel- Kellner and Franz Hartman, right? Uh, along with uh, Theodore Rose. Yes. And, okay. uh, and, that was, and that was in Germany as well. Right, right. That started in Germany. Why does all this stuff seem to come out of Germany? <laughs> yes, right? It always does. <laughs> Germany. I did mention that for a reason. Um, so, yeah. So he eventually took that over in the Book of the Law, and uh, his Thelemic rituals became, like, uh, the main course now right, right. I guess, so to say but um you still used a lot of stuff that the golden dawn would use uh, Nokia magic the lesser bit the lesser lesser banishing ritual of the pentagram the invoking uh you know pentagram the lesser and the greater uh hexagram ritual that's all stuff that the golden dawn uses as well but then you like you throw in his star ruby uh you know certain other things yeah okay so i mean you know but before I go to Lux on this, I I, I want to know like what what turned you on? Like I mean, yeah, you don't okay. just roll out of bed and like yeah, 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 no, no, I was gonna let, keep going. Let me become a member of the OTO. You know what I mean? Like how, how does one yeah. even do how, this? Yeah. Right? Like, how does that even come with a question in your mind to think about? Right. Well, regard. How do you even yeah. know where to find this? I mean, I guess it's an internet uh, a web search. You can you can find it. I guess. I mean, I, I've never tried, so I wouldn't know. But but yeah, like it's not something that people just wake up wake up and roll out of bed and said, "Hey, I want to be part of a, a of a magical order, of an occult order." You know. Um. So I mean, what 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 drove you to this? <laughs> um, I'd have to say going back, uh, you know, around like 2010. Um, mm-hmm. it was probably well. I mean, even I'd say even at 9/11, I had thought like something fucking ain't right. But around 2010 right. is when I really started going down. I guess you know people call the rabbit hole. You know, whatever names they have for that shit now. Uh, I guess I started like, digging into like the conspiracies and uh, very quickly I did believe that these secret societies were influential and somehow I did believe mm-hmm. that right away. I did believe that magic is possible. So mm-hmm. I was very intrigued in that. And I, I, you know, got into a lot of that, you know, a lot of like Jordan Maxwell, Santos Bonacci and just, you know, old stuff like that and, and other things. And, uh, you know, eventually I was like, you know, maybe I, uh, maybe I could use this in a way to like, I believe in some, you know, in some ways that we are kind of like in a matrix right. and I'm like, maybe I can use magic. Cause I believe magic is kind of manipulating the matrix mm. or breaking out of it. Um, maybe I can use it just to make my life like easy and not be an asshole. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> not, not for like, it's like, it's just like a GPS for me to like get to where I want to go in life and like be happy. And that's it. Right. 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 It wasn't for like a negative reason. Um, so I, I was like, maybe I should just fucking learn what this stuff is actually about. Like I'm chasing like the, the rabbit holes of like, well, who started it? What does this mean? What does that mean? Where did this come from? And I'm like, I'm never going to learn about magic itself. If I keep running down those rabbit holes, <laughs> So it's like, maybe I'll just start actually learning this stuff. Right. Um, I started to get some books. Uh, um, I, I did a get a Crowley and, you know, and other people, I'm not going to try to advertise them or whatever, but, uh, you know, I started practicing at home and uh, probably after about a year of doing that, maybe six to eight months, a little bit less, I started, uh, I definitely was into ceremonial magic, which mm. was not going to be my thing. I, I will say when it came to me doing rituals, you might have thought the stuff I used, I might have been influenced by Wicca and maybe I was because I did use, I'll admit it, I used old fucking crystals, I used herbs, I used specific colored candles. Right, right. I went extra when I did my shit because I believed all those things were 
connections to your consciousness right. about what you're looking to do. Okay. So I went, you know, that would seem more like witchcraft, but I was still very much, you know, the ceremonial magician where I had the basic rituals that I would do to get to where I want uh, very much that way. But right, that, right. So I uh, wanted to join an order that was like that. And I had thought that like the golden dawn is you kind of do get a mentor. I was under the illusion that maybe the OTO was the same way. Um, as structured as they are, where they do have officers and they will have classes, Gnostic masses, they'll have history stuff. They do have all that, but you do not get a mentor. So you just go there and it's like, have at it and learn, you know? Right. Um, so even when I first joined, I was never like 100% like, oh, this is fucking awesome, you know? I'm totally <laughs> sold on this. Right. It was more of kind of like, this is the only, what I got to deal with, you know? Right. And, uh, I also realized eventually that um, one of the reasons why I left too, uh, you know, there was a very liberal mindset there. So I never felt comfortable as well to begin with. Okay. All right. That, 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 that's cool. I'm coming back to you because uh, ultimately I want to know if this works. Okay. Because I, I, I'm going to spill the beans here. Right. And I don't think Aleister Crowley ever did anything. You know, I thought he wondered if he was just like a uh, uh, like a made up character. Like, here, take a bunch of pictures. Well, We're going to slap your name on it. You know, who the fuck right. knows? He, he was, uh, um, what is it, MI5? Uh, he, he was either MI5 or MI6. Um, I don't know the difference. But, uh, he played both sides. Right. I know he was, uh, he was uh, working for the British Crown. That is a fact. All right, Lux, what's going on? That's an interesting name. Tell me about it first. Then tell me about the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn, because I'm, I'm looking at it here, and it's, it, it acts like it's being communicated on the Wikipedia page that it's a defunct order, more or less. So tell me something about this. Go ahead, Lux. Uh, so, yeah, the name is just uh, it's a nickname I've had for a long time. Oh, okay. It does have a mean. It does have a meaning. It means light. But um, yeah, it's just kind of a nickname I've had for a while and then integrated it into some of the stuff I was just doing uh, in the Golden Dawn. Right. But so when it comes to the Golden Dawn, it's very, it's a complex thing because mm -hmm. there are multiple groups claiming to be the authentic order of the Golden mm -hmm. Dawn. Okay. So you have some guys in California and, you know, I'm not going to say their names because I'm not going to talk bad about any orders, but. There are some orders that are very different, as as in uh, they will say they're the Golden Dawn, but really it's more of like a male correspondence thing. You know, you send them money and then uh, oh, they send you like booklets and things to study and, you know, that's cool. But I really tried pretty hard to find one of the lineages of the Golden Dawn that I thought was authentic. I can tell you that they definitely still exist today. Okay. Uh, so I wouldn't say that they're uh, defunct. I mean, maybe some orders are. Right. Because like I said, so many of them try to pick different or pick the same name. Mm -hmm. And it's really funny, too, because they'll all claim, well, we have, you know, we have a piece of the Ark of the Covenant. That's why you should come be in our order. Where <laughs> 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 they'll say that they have like, you know, we have a, a piece of clothing from Aleister Crowley. So we're the real order. Right. And it's just funny because <laughs> there's so much of this infighting. But. Well, the does that too. They all claim like they're the they're the pure order, and they they bicker right. like. Right. So the the golden dawn comes from, um, I would say, more of a school approach to secret societies and to the occult. Um, it's a, a rigorous sort of, I would say, like a, an educational pursuit 
right. along with the you know occult stuff because it does take so much of your time and you you have to write so much and keep all of these diaries and I, I mean it was like I was going to college is pretty much what I could compare it to when I was in and so it was really demanding but you know study things like uh, Kabbalah astrology um, alchemy and its symbolism geomancy tarot things like that so uh, when I looked for the Golden Dawn I wanted to find the one that I thought looked the most authentic and so mm -hmm. what I did is I took uh, it was a year-long vetting process uh, they wanted to know every single thing about me um, including like my deepest darkest secrets and stuff like that right, right. and um, you know that it's a lot of money that you have to kind of do up front but after having all of these conversations with the people who were going to be initiating me uh golden dawn members i felt as though that order was probably a very authentic one to go with right and uh they did have ties to um some some stuff that we do know um goes back a very long way so i, I mean i decided to go with them but it was very intense and initiation was crazy and uh, I was in for a while and um, yeah, it's, it's difficult to get out, but I'm, I'm glad that I did because I felt that there was a lot of things that were that were being told to me that were not true. A lot of things that were being hidden from me and things where I was just blatantly being lied to, used. And uh, so that's ultimately why I left, but I, I went into it because I had always been curious about occultism. Mm -hmm. Even since when I was a kid, I would just like look at the Bible and I would find all this weird stuff in the Bible and then try and find its hidden meaning. Right, right. So it kind of, as the years went on, I mean, my story is kind of similar to New York Patriots. I wanted to join one of these orders because I saw all the terrible things that were happening in, in the world. And I wanted to be able to have the tools to protect myself against it right. and to fight back a bit uh, against you know, just all of the terrible shit that we see going on now. Right. <laughs> so. No, absolutely, brother. Um, it, it's it's interesting as hell, you know, and to your point about the Bible, like, I've always thought that. Even when I was a little kid, my grandmother raised me on it, right? So much of the much of the knowledge that I have on, on the Bible and Christianity comes from my grandma. I did right. go to Catholic school for eight years also, you know, so that, that, they drilled stuff in my mind. Right. Um, but you know, my grandma wasn't a Catholic. She, she strayed away from that and she put me onto a bunch of other stuff. And, you know, when she was reading these stories to me, I, I couldn't help, but think that there was something more to it. Like it, it can't be just, you know, and, and you pick and choose. Some of it is might be literal. Right. But some of it is clearly not. <laughs> my right. Exactly. And you want to know what it means. Right. And then when, when you see some of these, uh, uh, mystery schools, right? Because this is white. I mean, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong. You guys were in this. These are, you know, mystery school spinoffs, or maybe some of them claim to have direct acts, direct lineage to, mm -hmm. to, to mystery schools, right? So, I mean, they m at least put out the perception that they have the answers to some of this stuff. And, and it's always interesting to sit and listen and get a different perspective. And this is why I'm like, damn, this is interesting as hell, you know? Um, but, but there's the, the connotation that this is evil, right? That joining any of these orders is evil, right? And, and, and that's what people are taught. Mm -hmm. So I, I, that was drilled into my mind since I was a little kid. 
Yeah, me too. So, so the apprehension, right, to, to ever say, hey, I'm going to go, even, even to become a Freemason, right? I'm going to go become a Freemason. No, 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 right? Uh, or I'm going to go become, you know, like join a Hermetic Order, the, the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn or the OTO. You know, I want to go check this out and see what it's about. And I'm like, uh, just, just very hesitant, mainly because of the way I was brought up, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I mean, uh, you guys left, both of you decided that you weren't going to be in whatever orders you guys were a part of and um, came together to, to put out a podcast essentially about your experiences and, and about what we need to look out for as a result of this. So the first question I want to ask you in, in, in this new road I'm going down right, in, right now is, uh, in your view, Patreon, I'm coming to you first. All right. Is this evil? Uh, the orders? Yeah, what's being taught, the knowledge oh, that's being taught. This is this is a good one. Um huh, what uh hmm. the ex- all right. Well, for one, I think Lux can even back this up. Most magicians will say the real magic isn't gonna happen there anyway. Uh the real magic is what you're doing at home, or like actually the work that you're doing within like your this your structured life. Right. No, really. Um the knowledge that you can learn in those places can become a very positive thing, but the place it's in is to stop you from seeing it or corrupt it. Hmm. Okay. And that's one of the reasons why I left as well. They so- will give you the OTO will give you every other hook to, uh, to attach to yourself to keep you chained here. And to ever, ever really know what magic is. Um, it's a very sexual order, and sex will be one of the first, first hooks in you to keep you grounded and stuck here. And it's very obvious to me that that's, uh, you know, in that order, there are people there who really do fucking know what's up and what real magic wow. is somewhere at uh, they really do, but they do not want the rest of the order to know because they need guinea pigs and slaves. Damn. Okay. Wow. And and uh, I, I was going to get that, to the sex part. We, we, we have to talk about uh, the sex magic and the power behind it. Um, of course, there's, I mean, and this goes without saying, if anybody has had sex, and if you haven't, please do. Um, if, if, you know, um, go out and do that. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. But, uh, but, but there, there's a power exchange there. There is chemistry there. It just on a very basic level, you know? So, I mean, uh, I, I do want to talk about the power of sex magic. And we all know what uh, Aleister Crowley spent it into. He's the most uh, famous, you know, example of, uh, of that stuff. And we'll talk a little bit about that, just a little bit. But, um, but you, you're saying that it's much like, like the real world, pretty much. Like, you know, they, they're, yeah. they let you go but so far. And, and yeah. then they'll keep you tied down. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I... You could easily, just through maybe meditation and learning the Kabbalah, have uh, you know, 10 times better experience that you would ever have there. Mm. Because uh, it, really, it really is not the most positive place for you to have magical experiences. Or in my opinion, if you've had any actual real magical experiences, that isn't the place for you to go back to and talk to people about. All right. All right. We're going to get to that. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. What's up, Lux? Your turn. Yeah, as far as the evil thing is concerned, um, you know, I, I would say that, uh, well, magic is a lot of things, right? But magic is not inherently evil, the same way that electricity is not 
inherently evil. You can use it to turn on a light bulb, but you can also use it to shock someone, right? Right. So it's sort of a undiscovered or untold science of uh, the operating systems of the universe. And uh, I would say that that's, you know, natural law, the way that things naturally organize themselves, the law of vibration, things like that. So, you know, those, those things I don't believe are inherently evil. Right. Where, where it gets evil is the further that you go up, you notice that the things that you were taught early on are not so much applicable anymore. And they change and things begin to take this darker twist. And, and you can see it the further you go up in any of these orders. And I honestly believe that a lot of these orders do have a lot of very, very important occult information. And they don't even give it to a lot of their members because, you know, here are these guys that have been in Freemasonry for like 30 years and they're like, oh, I, I've never seen anything happen in Freemasonry. I've been in here for 30 years. Uh, I hate to say it, but <laughs> what these orders do is if they know that you are incorruptible, they're going to keep you where they want to keep you. They're going to keep yeah. you at a certain level because you, you know, it's better for them to have you there in the temple and them telling you what, what the truth is instead of you going and researching it yourself. So as long as they can keep you in there, they will. And uh, the higher that you go up, things change. And uh, all these orders that we've looked into, I mean, the higher that it goes up to just way more sinister and, and dark it gets. And uh, it, it's this bait and switch. And you see that constantly in uh, secret societies. They'll tell you one thing, then you'll go up a, a grade and they'll be like, well, actually, what you learned in the last grade this is, it's not all true. Here's what's really true. So even as an occultist in these orders, you don't always know what you're being told is truth. Yeah. And uh, that deception and where it leads to at the very top, the consolidation of power, because the more, the higher that you go up in the order, you see that these people are way more prominent. They have more money. They have, you know, better jobs. They have, right. they can pull more strings. And uh, those are the ones that they want to have at the top because that gives them a lot of power right. and uh, to you know move things around whatever way that they want them to. So, yeah, I would not say that uh, magic is inherently evil now. Okay. I, I, I believe, and I get a lot of flack from this from, uh, from Christians, right? And I am a Christian, right? But um, people get on my ass about this all the time. But I, I believe that humans are capable of, of performing what you guys are calling magic. Now I, I want a little bit of a deeper uh, 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 definition right. of the word uh, uh, from you guys, you know, but um, you know, I, I believe that we can do a lot more than, uh, than what we're currently doing, you know, and, and I believe that this entire artificial setup that's being built around us right now is, only serving to dumb down that part of humanity, only serving to make us less and less yes. human, which is what people would call that supernatural. I would just call it being human, you know, and, and we're not being human right now. And I think we can do this. I think I, I, I've, uh, I think the law of attraction is real for one thing. Like, I mean, if, if you think something, it, it could, it could show up. It's not, I mean, I think you have to be modest with this sort of thing, but it's kind of worked in my life. So I'm like, okay, there's something to this, in my opinion. Could be complete poppycock. You guys can tell me. 
But uh, what's uh, what's magic? And Patreon, I'm coming to you first. As, I, as I've, I've uh, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to come to Patreon first, then I'm going to Lux. I'm not going to say it anymore. I'm just going to say Patreon. You go anyway. <laughs> so right. so um yeah. What is magic? Like what what is the definition of magic, and why is it sometimes spelled with a K? Well, I think the difference with the K is to, uh, in my opinion, when you, you get to magic with a K, it is explaining mm -hmm. more like crossing over to the abyss and coming back. Mm. I do believe that's, okay. uh, that's why that is there. Um, I wasn't going to go that far in the definition of magic, but I mean, that is part of it is I think, okay. uh, you know, doing that, but I mean, some magic, some magic could even be as much as, I mean, what we're doing right here, right now, we're uh, recording our voices and we're going to put it out on the internet and these sounds are going to make somebody think something. Right. I mean, that's right. magic. Uh, being focused, a person, uh, being able to control your emotions and your behaviors and think logically, statistically, uh, you have a focus, you make, uh, make your dreams happen. You picture it in your head. You're a focused person, just like you're doing with your show for how many years now? Yeah. You know, that's you put work into that. Yeah. You have stayed focused on that. That's that's an act of magic, in my opinion. Mm, you're making something that you really like, something that you love doing. You're doing it. That's a part of magic. No, I mean, I, I, I mean, it's going get very, you know, I don't know how deep you want to go with all this. Oh, no, no. Let, yeah. let, you know, I, I mean, let's let's do it. Go where you want to go. Give us a definition I mean, of this thing. Oh, uh, go I into mean, the abyss and back. Let me yeah. let me not stop yeah. you. Go ahead. But Lux has a has a has great ones to say too. So I mean, I'll take it far out there. And I know Lux has like in the metal, which he like hits perfectly. Oh. I mean, I will even say I think magic is being able to separate your soul from your body and to go into the spirit world and come back. My God, but I think real magic is you. You literally will sacrifice the flesh. You will sacrifice the blood. You will give up your body here to cross over to the abyss. Hmm. Sounds really interesting. What's up, Lux? What do you, what do you got? Ooh, magic. That's, that's such a, it's so many things all wrapped up into one. Right. You know, it's not, uh, I mean, it, it is, you know, people who are building wands and they're doing these rituals in a very, you know, uh, orderly way. That is magic. But, mm -hmm. Malt, there's many different facets of magic. And I would say one of the, the biggest occulted pieces of information, even in secret societies, is the magic of the mind. Because most of our day, we go and we do tons of things all through the day. And then by the time we go to sleep, we can't even remember half of what we did. Absolutely. Right? right. We, we spend so much of our day in unconscious thought. Now, there's a ton of things that can then influence your thoughts. Since you're not in control of your own mind or your own consciousness, you have thousands of different outside forces that are, you know, having you think or, or uh, sort of react in a certain way. And they, the people who are running a lot of these secret societies and even stuff like you see in the media, they know that. They know that's a piece of magic. So they can insert things into your thoughts that you wouldn't otherwise have. But hmm. Just take a look at the news. You know, they get, uh, that's magic. I mean, they're able to put something on the news and the entire population will react. Right. And that's magic because then there's so much, uh, so much that they can do with those vibration or energy right. levels. Okay. But yeah, I mean, to me, the, the biggest and most important venture that you can do in magic is 
controlling your own mind to look deep inside of yourself and say, why is it that I have these compulsive behaviors? Why do I act this way? Why do I act that way? Why do I do these good things, but then I do all of these bad things? And so it's this sort of process of getting out all of the shit from in your mind and making yourself a total conscious being, which is able to, you know, sync both parts of the hemispheres of your brain so that they are joint or they're one in unity instead of constantly fighting against each other. Um, and that through that process, you're able to do things like astral travel and like mm. uh, New York Patriot said, you know, you're able to leave the body and, and sort of cross the abyss. And then a lot of different magicians will talk about what, what goes on beyond that. But essentially trying to leave this current reality or dimension and uh, go to the one higher up. And um, that can only be done if you've done the, the process in the mind first. You can't wave a wand and then just appear in the next dimension. <laughs> but that would be real dangerous. Yeah, but a lot of a lot of the shows that you see on TV, right? Like you know, uh, Harry Potter and all, they give you that impression. And uh, I mean, I would I would even say that they kind of put that on to you in some of these orders too, is to not focus on your mind stuff but to focus on, okay, I'm just going to do this ritual. And then after I'm done the ritual, I'm not going to think about it for the rest of the day, but I did it. And now I'm going to write it in my little diary so that everyone at the order can see that I did it. Right. <laughs> they want to keep you focused on certain things, which distracts you from real magic. And, you know, I'm, like I said, that we could do a whole episode just on what the definition of magic is. Cause like I said, it is it is your mind interacting with the real world too. Like you said, there is a law of manifestation. Right. You're able to bring things, draw things closer to you, and um, yeah, I mean it's it's a, a huge huge subject and really hard to define. Well, we can tell you. I mean, I, I'll tell you this: we'll, we'll almost definitely have you guys back on and do an entire show just based on magic itself. Um, I, I'm incredibly interested in it, right? Just like the. The word magic comes from the magi and you keep going back and you know you keep going further and further and it becomes so interesting right like damn like what 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 is this right what are we looking at what can we do about it i'm going to ask you two more fun ones before i get into you your purpose which may be also fun but it's a little bit more serious but, but uh i i these are serious for me they might be fun for everyone else but i really want to know this is it possible in your experience you know, you already said the, the Harry Potter way, you probably can't do it, Experianus or whatever the hell, they, they, you know, not a thing, right? But is it possible to open up a portal to another dimension? Have you seen this in your experiences? I have not specifically seen it in my experiences, but I do believe through Enochian magic stuff mm. is kind of happening like that. I think a lot of UFO activity is mistaken uh, Enochian magic sometimes. Get out of here. Very cool. Yeah. Wow. Enochian magic. We'll talk about that during the magic show. Lux, what are you, what are you thinking? Um, I would definitely say that uh, portals exist. They, uh, they exist naturally because of, uh, you know, the Earth's interaction with the sun and uh, sort of the electromagnetic field that surrounds uh, the Earth, you know, our, the way that our dimensions are set up is that they're accessible. You can access different dimensions 
if you know the right way to do it. Um, and I do think that some of those portals exist naturally on Earth. And uh, whether things pass through that or not, I, you know, I couldn't really tell you, but I, I would say that they definitely exist. And um, I would say that I've never personally seen any portals open up. I have definitely seen things change. Um, so I, I've been in rituals before and the whole energy of the room changes mm. and it almost seems as though something is coming into your space um, or you're putting pushing something out of your space, which I guess is sort of like a, a portal because I mean, I've been looking at someone straight in the face and suddenly seeing what looked like it was like two images laid on top of each other, Damn. So like one face and then one behind it. So yeah, yeah. I would say that's, potentially a portal, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I, counting that, which, which I would too, I, then I could say I have had experiences like that at the OTO lodge. Wow. Two of them, but I have uh, one time they were doing like a talisman ritual. Uh, They're showing us how to make solo talismans. And uh, the girl who was doing the class was also specifically invoking solar energy into the temple. And uh, that I did feel. So and that, that, it was like, whoa, it was, one of, it was a moment for me, you know, like wow. to remind me that shit's real. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Awesome. Excellent. Listen, do you think that, that why do you, th all right, do you think that there was a point in time where this uh, practice was uh, a commonplace amongst the people that most of the people that were populating Earth at, at one time were closer connect, were, were more connected to to these uh powers for lack of a better term than they are now what wh why do you think there's such a large separation with most of the people today when it comes to this stuff that they laugh at it and, and poo poo it and say hey this isn't you know a thing this is fairy tale stuff we can't do this what why do you think that is yeah Patriot. well you know i i can say you know uh you know, one of the reasons why I stopped doing magic. Um, well, one, I will say it, it, it can be a very beautiful, enlightening experience. It can be beyond your wildest dreams. But there come times where you can, you know, be given the option to maybe go down a different path and be an asshole because of it. Mm. You know, you, you can take these, uh, these, you know, these, these gems that you got from the other side and you use it to maybe for your own good and manipulate, yeah. um, that's going to be an option. And uh, the more and more you keep doing it, I feel that it's just uh, statistically, um, it's going to be, you know, it's eventually going to maybe happen. <laughs> and I, uh, I'll be honest, I was a pussy and um, I wasn't gangster enough to keep on <laughs> that position. Uh, I stopped. Mm -hmm. uh, so I believe... For one, yes, this is something that I think at some point was almost like totally known amongst humanity. Yeah, I believe And so at some point, uh, people neither just something changed, neither with, with the polarity, the mind. Something happened. There was a shift in thinking, and some people just got turned dumb or something. Not to sound like an asshole, and uh, people realized, well, we can kind of, you know, use this if we want to be an asshole now and keep this to ourselves. And I think it's just been going and going and going. All right, Lux, let me know. Yeah, it is funny if you look back. Uh, I would say through 
you know, just the history of mankind, you do see, especially in religious texts and stuff, that magic has been practiced pretty much all over the world for as long as it's, you know, been recorded. And like you had said just now, um, you said the word magic comes from the word magi. And it makes you wonder then, why, if magic is so evil, then why did the three magi visit Jesus? Right. <laughs> at, three wise, no, and at, another thing, to birth. that point, Lux, right? To that, not, sorry to interrupt you, but I don't want it to go to that point. How did they find Jesus? Right. You know, that they, they had to look at a star <laughs> oh, up in the sky. And, 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 go, go, go ahead. Take it away. Go ahead. Yeah, it's true. They yeah, followed the star in the sky, astrology, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, there's a bunch of different events that surround how they would know that, uh, you know, because they talk about the Virgin and, you know, Virgo possibly being the constellation during that time. So, right. I mean, they, it was definitely well studied. Uh, and even look at King Solomon. King Solomon, I mean, he was practicing magic. Uh, so was Moses, you know, I mean, so... It, it's all throughout the Bible and all these different religious texts. And I think that like New York Patriots said it after a while, I think that they realized those who um, had the most occulted information realized that, well, if we do, if we keep this information from the general public, then we always will have the upper hand. And that is really, really tempting to, for people who have, all of this occult information to keep it away from just the general public, because then you, it's harder for things like, uh, like tyrannical governments to become organized right? <laughs> or uh, oppression of people. And um, yeah, so I, I would definitely say that it's, we're at what we see now in society is the uh, absolute end game that they wanted. They wanted everyone, you know, these, these groups, uh, they wanted everyone to, believe magic is just either evil um or total horseshit mm. and so so if you can convince those people of two of those things then and then you give them all these other distractions but you're they're manipulating the public with magic so that the public doesn't look into magic right so, yeah. and, and that's, then, exactly, that's exactly what they do with the sexual stuff too as well Right, yeah. using it as a as a as a like a, a thing to oh. hold back a member they also will do it so you think it's exactly sex and it's not actually sex they're talking about completely different stuff but you're reading it sexually yeah i mean wow. hidden occulted occult right because <laughs> yeah. occult, occult means hidden so and um write it in sex nobody will ever see it <laughs> yeah i mean look at all of the <laughs> The shows that we see on TV, like the, these halftime shows and everything, a lot of those are rituals, um, and they are sending out a certain message or vibration. They're announcing what they're going to do and how they want to, you know, turn the public. So, and as far as how things changed, one, yeah, like I just said, you know, people were withholding this information from people, but I do think that there was a large cataclysmic event where it was easier before the event for people to be more in touch with a spiritual side or they had a general uh, understanding of, you know, of, uh, of the occult. And then this event took place and sort of some, something happened. I can't say specifically what it is, but it shifted things. And uh, those with the occulted information kept it and others lost it. Could it be like a, a planetary shift of some sort? I've yeah. Yeah. Polarity shift. 
Right. Uh, Somebody said I've often. Uh, who was that? Did I miss something or no? Is that somebody somebody whispering in my ear? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was on my Patreon. I thought I heard something, but whatever. It's all good. Hey, so I mean, absolutely. I I, I resonate with what you guys are saying. I I've you guys said it very well. I think the the biggest con here is that they made us believe that what we can do inherently and what's been given to us by God is evil. As our normal ability is evil. Yeah, exactly. And we shouldn't touch upon it. Get away from it. Yeah. Get away from it. You know, like like I I mean that's the what was it? The The Village by M Night Shyamalan, right? Okay, it's a horrible film. Okay. I mean, I liked it, but people hate it. I liked so. it. Yeah, I thought it was good too. I, like <laughs> but, I but just watched it the other night. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we like it here, and and most of the people listening probably hated it, right? Because they got a really bad rap. But that that was the whole basis of that movie. Hey, be careful, you know, because uh, you can't leave to a certain extent because you know you, you can't travel past a certain point because uh, it's evil out there. There's monsters out there. They're gonna get you. All this other stuff, and they keep putting in that fear. But the bottom line is, they just didn't want them to go. Right. They didn't want them to experience more, to see more. They didn't want them to leave a certain uh, range within their village. Yeah. And that's what's going on. But in the mind, they don't want you to expand to other other levels of your own mind. This is the way I see it. I could be very wrong. But I think that. We were given these abilities, if we were given this, these abilities, we should use them. You know, we, we need to learn how to use them wisely, of course. And that's another thing. But uh, everybody gets premonitions. Everybody gets, hey, uh, damn, I was thinking of that song and boom, there it is. Or I was uh, thinking of uh, this person and uh, then they showed up and I haven't seen them in seven years, but there they are. Or somebody's staring at me and you turn around and somebody's staring at you. You know that we get these things naturally. Everybody acknowledges them, but most people don't take them seriously and keep walking. Mm -hmm. So I, I think this is something that, that you guys bring up that I resonate with a whole lot, you know, and uh, good points all around. Now, you guys got together, left the secret societies, got together and decided to start your own podcast and talk to people, uh, try to inform people for one, right? But also try to protect in a way or, or, or help protect. You guys correct me if I'm wrong, but you're trying to put people on to all the, the, the symbology around pop culture and yes, how it affects people and why it yeah. how it's used to manipulate people. So, yeah. um, what what's the deal, right? Why why did you why do you guys feel this is important? And what is this symbology that's all over the place? And what are they trying to get us to do? In your opinion, Patriot, go ahead. Uh, I mean, when I got out of. You know, when I was in the secret society and I was very much into magic, um, like I was even telling you earlier, you know, I would started listening to different podcasts. I didn't even listen to conspiracy podcasts anymore. I listened right. to one on magic. Like I kind of got uh, very much into, uh, you know, that stuff. And I really kind of left the conspiracy world. I didn't know what the fuck was going on politically at all. I was right. just straight fucking magician mode and, you know, studying the Kabbalah and doing shit like that. I wasn't really uh, too much going on besides that. And uh, when I started to come out of it and kind of started peeking my head into that other shit, I was like, yo, this shit's fucking everywhere. Right. I was like, yo, was this blatant before? And I never realized it. I'm like, this is insane. 
Yeah. And uh, it just seemed like there was like tons of psyops going on. And like, I, I, it was very, very blatant for me when I left, because like I said, the OTO uh, was very liberal minded. Um, the last straw for me is uh, on a Zoom meeting, they had promoted uh, BLM and Antifa. Mm. So like that was I hadn't been to the lodge in months <laughs> and months and months anyway. Yeah. But at that that Zoom meeting, that was it for me. You know, uh, <laughs> I wasn't ever going back regardless. Um, so Antifa, yeah, what does that so, have to do with magic? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so um, I had realized how, in, in in my opinion, and that's the whole thing with the OTO. Right. right. They, if you push, and I hate to say it, if you push the liberal mind, that is just more and more handcuffs on a person's soul. Mm. You are now splitting that person up into all these little fucking ideas, names, files, you're this, you're that. Uh, you're looking at 1% instead of the whole 100% of who you are. Mm. Those are all little fucking links in the chains to keeping you trapped in this world. Right. You gotta abandon all that shit, all those labels, all those titles. You need to let that shit go and realize that shit ain't anything. Right, right, right. Um, they, in, put that stuff out there so much it's the complete opposite right so uh i think that it's very prevalent on the left when i started seeing it in politics and just on tv right. uh to me it was very left pillar or left-handed type stuff it was all you know when you get to the left-hand path or the left pillar really on the kabbalah it's more of uh, you get Saturn and Mars, and that can be very much of like aggression, uh, uh, laws, uh, structure, uh, you know, this is that, that is this, you know, constantly uh, changing things and constant chaos. Right. I see a lot, a lot of that being pushed by the left. So I was like, fuck, this stuff is so obvious. Uh, and, and you know what? I, I got duped for a little bit and didn't realize there's a ton of it going on the other side, too. Just in a oh, completely yeah. different way. Yeah, you got QAnon and all that psyop crap. Right, my, right, right. It's all part of, of magic. It's for the right. You know, the left has its magic. The right has its own to manipulate its people into wanting saviors. Right. And I saw a lot of that going on, and I was like, yo, people don't – I don't think people really quite understand what magic is, the power of it, and how it can be used to manipulate people and uh, – I wanted to come out and start doing something, and I had started a show, or maybe just a few episodes in, and uh, Lux heard me, and I had him on, and then after that, we started the Occult Rejects, and I kept my own show. Fantastic, man. That's a dope story. Yeah. That's a dope story. Lux, I'm going to throw it to you in just a sec, but I, I, I want to know if you guys are aware of this. I started reading this book. I'm still not done. I'm, I can't even say reading. It's audio book. I've started listening to this book, and I'm still not done. It's been months, but it's a Dark Star Rising Magic mm. and the and the power of the age of Trump, by Gary uh, uh, Lockman. Hold on, yeah, by Gary Lockman. It is dope, you know. Um, uh, and it reveals so much of the um, quote unquote magic that was used in in uh, the rise of a Donald Trump and by Donald Trump. You know, on uh, the right. So when when you said that about the right, I resonated with it, and I was like, oh, let me get the name of the book so I could tell the guys. Um, I'm trying to get that guy in the fringe. I want to talk to him. Uh, and if, if anybody has any hookups, let me know. Lux, <laughs> Lux let, let, you know, so so in, in pop culture, right, you see this often, right? You see all these symbols all over the place, right? And, and, and typically the artist has no idea, in my opinion. I don't think these people know what the hell's going on. The directors do, you know, and, uh, and they're throwing it in there for some reason, whether it be malicious or not. I don't know. 
but but it's all over the place. The symbolism is all over the place. You can find it in written in stone, right? If you go to DC, you'll see it there. Like uh, all of this stuff is all over the place. What's your take on it, and what's the point of it in your in your estimation, brother? Um, yeah, uh, like we say in the intro to our song, it's integr uh, into our podcast. Magic is integrated everywhere. Uh, and, you know, the power structure, they know that certain things can manipulate the general public, uh, like uh, colors, uh, sound waves, you know, um, even the way that songs are, are actually written, that the tones that are being used in them. Oftentimes, have you ever listened to a song and for some reason you just feel angry or maybe you're listening to a song and you just feel, wow, I feel really happy. I was listening to the Beach Boys. I feel great now. It's because all, all of those frequencies they know about. They've done mm -hmm. studies on them, scientific studies. They know what these tones do and they integrate them into all aspects of, of society. And if you look around, right, it's, it's pretty easy to tell what the goal is by just the general feeling of the public. The goal is fear. They want everyone afraid and they want everyone distracted and they want everyone warring with each other. Mm. So, you know, if, if once you get everyone's fearful, oh my, I can't go outside because of COVID. Oh my, now I can't even go see my family because my mom might have COVID. Right. So literally creating division and fear and chaos. And uh, they use that to get an agenda done. I mean, just now are now there's no food in the stores and things like that, right? <laughs> and so you know, it's just training the public to accept a certain reality or a certain existence that is not natural. And that's so that they can preserve their power because if everyone's afraid and distracted, then no one will challenge what they're doing. Right. So, um, I mean, literally they're even mandating things that you can do with your body now. Right. No, absolutely. I, I, telling you what you can do with your body, and you know, that's magic itself. It's, right. Once you once you uh, you bow down to that mandate, then you are now a slave. Right. To them because you've given your body to them. You, that energy. You've yes, I will take this. You know, uh, even though I don't have a choice because I'm willing to accept that. You know, the masters want me to to take this thing, <laughs> and. I mean, the, the biggest secret that I could tell people is, you know, everyone says, oh, you guys talk a lot of uh, dark, dark stuff and you're pointing out these things and it's so scary. Well, how do we get out of it? The number one thing that we can do to get out of it is to challenge that, that vibration of fear with positivity and, you know, and love. Honestly, when do we hear any songs ever that are talking about helping people out or doing something to, you know, benefit yourself. You know, we don't hear that in the media or in music. <laughs> we hear about, you know, doing all of all this illegal stuff and hurting people and having no remorse. And that's the message. That's the way that they want people to generally be. So I would say the biggest thing that we can do to combat that is use, use your day that instead of living in fear to, be constructive with your mind and your body and uh, to make a good impact on the people around you that, that love you and to just pull yourself out of that vibration of fear, because that is what, that is what the power structure fears the most. Right. The reason why they want you in fear is because they are afraid of you. They're afraid of your potential. So that's, uh, you yeah. know, always tell people that that's, 
that is real magic right there. If you can master that, you know, thinking consciously throughout your day of how your actions are affecting you and others, well, hot damn, we would be out of this a lot faster than a lot of a lot of people think. And uh, Lux with the mic drop to end the broadcast, ladies and gents. Fantastic stuff, both of you. I was very happy with this. You guys killed it. Uh, we're gonna have you back and and maybe dig at one subject and just go down that road and see where it takes us. I, I want to learn. And I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna join any order. So no, not don't. you two guys. Don't. You know? <laughs> so, <laughs> that's what we're find, gonna do. Find God on your own. Yeah, yeah. yeah just no. I, I I have a relationship with the guy. He treats me better than I deserve. Uh, so there you go. I'm, I'm very happy about that. Listen, it's the Infinite Fringe live. No, well, we're not live. I'm so used to saying that because I'm live on Aftermath.fm. But uh, this is the podcast, and I'm very happy that you guys are here. I'm very happy that you guys continue to tune in. These are the Occult Rejects, New York Patriot and Lux. Hey, Patriot, tell the people where they can find you. Uh, me, my own show. I am on uh, BitChute, Rumble, YouTube, and all major podcasts. And then, uh, Lux, you can tell everybody where we're at. Uh, you can find the Occult Rejects on any platform uh, where podcasts are streamed, Apple, Spotify, etc. Uh, you can find us on uh, Gab at the Occult Rejects. Uh, we also started the Discord, which has been awesome. We got a lot of uh, a growing community over there on Discord at the Occult Rejects. And um, we are unfortunately not on YouTube. We got kicked off. <laughs> what a surprise yeah so you can't find us there but um yeah come check us out uh, you can't find anything else on youtube anyway so yes. good riddance to bad rubbish right i mean they don't want us uh then why do we want to be there mm. uh you guys will be just fine i'm i'm fairly sure that you guys got to come back if you don't come back i'm gonna come get you no Patriot, no <laughs> you, you live in queens i'm coming out there and I'm, I'm like why are you guys not here anyway so um the infinite fringe Thank you, guys. We appreciate the hell out of you. My name is Billy Ray Valentine. Billy the Kid. Make sure you tune in moving forward. We have a lot more coming up before the end of the year. We got some surprises. It's going to be dope. Uh, Can't wait. My favorite time of the year, Thanksgiving and um, Christmas and then New Year's. I love it. It's my deal. You know, and and I know a lot of people are going to have a hard time uh, this Thanksgiving. Um, I'll pray for you, you know, and, and everybody else. Anyway. Guys, thank you very much, The Occult Rejects. Hey, we're taking off. We will see you next week, Lord willing. If we're not here next week, we'll be here two weeks after that. But we're coming. Don't worry about it, all right? Don't burn the place down while I'm gone. Take it easy now. Bye-bye.